Hi all, it's Adrian here, editor, writer and host of The Residence Podcast. I just want to express deep sadness over what's happening in Ukraine right now. Our thoughts and prayers should be with the people of the country and any nation in the world that is affected by war and destruction. It's possible that future episodes will be focused a bit on this, so I hope you'll still tune in and learn more about what is happening at the same time I do. In the last couple of weeks, I've been glued to the news. News in my own native language, watching story after story, covering the rapidly unfolding invasion of Ukraine by Russian forces. And like a lot of people, I've been consuming this news with a combination of shock, disgust, disbelief and sadness. Those who know me well know how much I love Central and Eastern European languages and culture. I have fond memories of Russia and Russian people, and it's crucial to remember that yes, of course there's some Russians who are in support of this war, but there's a massive amount that aren't. This is Vladimir Putin's war. These are his ideas, his beliefs, and his wants for the future of the country. The other morning, I decided to do what I sometimes do, and consume some news in a language I understand. I was curious to see what Russian media were saying about the war, in their own words. I tuned into SBS On Demand, a multilingual and multicultural broadcaster in Australia that shows news in approximately 68 languages. I typed in Russian and was met with a notification. It didn't take me long to join the dots. There was nothing wrong with my internet. The platform was working just fine. SBS had consciously decided to cease the broadcasting of the news coming out of Russia. Just to make sure, I went on their website to have a look and found a statement, written clear as day, confirming what I thought. SBS has suspended the broadcast of news bulletins NTV Moscow and Russia Today at this time in response to community feedback from the Australian Russian-speaking community. How is this even possible? And why is it happening? How did it get to this point? Most importantly, and the main focus of the Residence podcast is, how is this affecting individuals? Firstly though, a bit of background as to what's happening. Anyone who's ever relocated to another country is familiar with the range of emotions that can come with it, from anticipation, excitement and fun, to disappointment, stress, heartache and sometimes even trauma. This is a podcast about people leaving their home and moving to another country, and a lot of other themes related to this topic. It explores the question, what is home? Is it just a place of residence or something more than that? Welcome to The Residence Podcast. Ever since the war in Ukraine started, at the time of this recording, over a million people have fled their homes to protect themselves, or because those homes, the places they shopped, the buildings they worked in, have been destroyed by the shelling of Russian forces under the orders of President Vladimir Putin. They've had to take up residence in neighbouring countries such as Poland, Romania, Slovakia, Hungary and Moldova. 
Smaller numbers have gone to Russia and Belarus. But not everyone has left, and they're slowly watching the destruction and occupation of the country they once knew. The reasons for Vladimir Putin's recent vicious attack on the country of Ukraine is complicated, as is the tyrannical leader himself. But they're not as complicated as one might think, and there are a few major events that one can focus on to make sense of this. In 1991, Ukraine becomes independent amidst the fall of the Soviet Union. For those who don't know, the Soviet Union, or USSR, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, was a state, or as the name suggests, a union governed by the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, with its capital located in Moscow. The Soviet Union came into existence in 1922 and crumbled in 1991. This saw the transformation of all 15 member republics into independent, newly democratic countries. And one of these members was Ukraine. This was a trauma of sorts for a lot of Russians at the time, and definitely for Vladimir Putin, who had been working as a KGB agent collecting illegal foreign intelligence for the state. Putin believes a lot of history, culture and identity is connected to Ukraine and sees the country with its huge population as a buffer between the East and West. Add to this that during the Soviet Union, Ukraine was a big producer of industry and agriculture throughout this area of the world. So this is the first piece of the puzzle as to what's motivating Putin right now, and has done for quite a while, since he came to power in the year 2000 in fact. Ever since then, he's tried to strengthen and build back up ties with Ukraine through industries, resources and politics. Fast forward to 2014 where it was clear his efforts had been fruitless as a revolution broke out in Ukraine. This happened because Ukrainian President Viktor Yanukovych decided against signing a deal that would mark the beginning of closer ties with the EU. This actually backfired because the protests ultimately ran him out of the country. Seeing this revolution as a direct threat and roadblock to his personal ambitions, and believing the CIA was spurring on a coup designed to drive Ukraine closer to the West, Putin reacted by invading and annexing the Crimean Peninsula from Ukraine. In November 2021, Putin stations thousands of Russian troops near the Ukrainian border, claiming that Ukrainians and Russian are one people, along with the demand that Ukraine will never be part of NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, a military alliance aimed at protecting their members politically and militarily whenever threatened. February 21, 2022. Vladimir Putin recognizes the two separatist regions of Luhansk and Donetsk, occupied earlier as independent states, and orders Russian troops to both places under the guise of keeping peace. February 24. Beginning in the eastern Ukrainian territory of Donbass, Russia launches a full invasion of Ukraine. President Volodymyr Zelensky announces martial law in the country and Putin is condemned harshly for his actions by people all around the world, but especially and most importantly by millions of Russians abroad and at home. 
For the first clip you're about to hear is President Zelensky and his colleagues addressing the country on his personal Instagram account, assuring them they're still there and ready to defend them. The second, a recording from a Russian battleship addressing Ukrainians guarding a small Black Sea island. They ask them to surrender, and the Ukrainians respond by telling them to fuck themselves. The most recent clip, also from Zelensky's Instagram account, with an address to the public, stating, Mariupol, direct strike of Russian troops at the maternity hospital. People, children, are under the wreckage. Atrocity, how much longer will the world be an accomplice ignoring terror? Close the sky right now, stop the killings. You have the power, but you seem to be losing humanity. Slava našim zahiznikam, slava našim zahiznicam. Slava Ukraini. Slava Люди есть тут? Он дом. Братарда. Говорит все. 